Hello, my little cupids and my little babies wearing diapers with bows, killing people's <laughs> not loveness. That is dumb. This is the story of Valentine's Day. <laughs> Nothing. Trash South Street? Trash South Street. Well, you could say your name. <laughs> um, what is my name? It's James Z. Slim Shady. Yes. Um, What's my name? I'm Lou. And... We're here. And yeah, another week there's a lot of weird energy in the room. <laughs> I know. It's more Lou than me. It's, I'm yeah, actually it's, pretty chill. You just have to push that button a little bit. <sighs> what, me? A little, yeah. <laughs> I'm working on... Uh, I'm Lou's on the downside little, of extreme yeah, fatigue, Lou's, I'm a little wired. Stuff. I've never seen Lou chew gum, and he's just chowing but down, I, and he's like, I always chew gum. I do I, always <laughs> chew gum. I'll show you after. I have a drawer just full of gum. Well, I've never seen you chew gum before. It's just bizarre. Hmm. I don't know. So what's up? What's happening? Story time with Lou Sessa. Uh, not much. Nothing I can talk about. Just mm. very stressful week. What'd you do for Valentine's Day? You didn't say Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I was a little offended. Yeah. A little offended. Oh. <laughs> Will you be my Valentine? And it's a B on the I cover? actually, um, I went out to breakfast with Jordan, my friend Jordan. Wow. Uh, we went to Founding Farmers on mm. Valentine's Day. So I'm meeting her. We sit down and I'm like, you think people think we're a couple? And she's yeah. like, why? And I was like, because it's Valentine's Day. She's like, yeah. oh, fuck. She's like, I knew that. She's like, oh, I don't care. She's like, we're going to go to Ikea. So we went to Ikea. She's like looking for shit for her room. So I was like, we were in the downstairs. She hates Ikea. Yeah. Like, she was like, I thought this was much better. I don't like Ikea. And she's like, I don't even know how to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I was like, how about this? I was like holding up posters of like, live, laugh, love. <laughs> and shit like that. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> love Jordan. She's amazing. So <laughs> It was a fun time. There's an episode of 30 Rock where it's specifically Liz Lemon and her boyfriend going to Ikea on Valentine's Day. Really? Was, yeah, it's the whole... My Valentine's Day was... I looked at my my Facebook memories, mm-hmm. and one of them was a post I put where... Which was... Um, this post said, if I was in a relationship today, I would break up with my girlfriend so I could go to bed early. <laughs> Amazing. And I did. I went to bed, well, early-ish. Yeah, we didn't do much... Um... Mark got us sushi. We went to Mizu and mm-hmm. got sushi. Uh, and then um, we ate the sushi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we yeah. ate a lot of sushi. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Um, I saw Sarah Silverman. Yeah, that's how was that? I forgot. Um, that. Sarah, it was. It was. Well, I know there's. Yeah, something happened. It's a little dramatic. Um, yeah. it was fun. We uh-huh. went to the Shore House and it was like fucking fifty five. It was really really cold. Mm-hmm. So stupid me. There's two thermostats. There's one in the back, one in the front. I didn't realize there was one in the back. So mm-hmm. up front was like, uh, you know, 70 degrees. Like we turned on all the heat other yeah. than in the back. So by the time we got home and we went to go to bed, mm-hmm. it was still like 60 oh, degrees in the yeah. back. I was like, fuck. So anyway, it was at the Oceans Resort in Atlantic City. I was going to stay there because I like one of my favorite pastimes is to watch hookers at the bar. and just, yeah. I like to watch them work in the room. Mm-hmm. It's something I love to do. Yeah. Passionate about mm-hmm. that. We saw a couple pros. But, so we went, and it was uh, in a pretty big arena, and mm-hmm. we were literally, like, five rows from yeah. Sarah Silverman. Uh-huh. And we're sitting there, and a black guy in blackface shows up. Right. And we're like, oh, this mm-hmm. is gonna pose to be weird. And in the back of my head, I remember in the Sarah Silverman show, she does a blackface. 
sketch. Yeah. It's like the one black dude pretends to be Jewish, like puts on this big like this big nose or whatever, yeah. and she puts on blackface. Right. Even then, you're like, eh. This is gonna be a mistake. Yeah, but like they have released it, like or not released. Um, got rid of it. You can't see the episode yeah. anymore. Blah blah blah. The first comedian was pretty funny, and he addressed it. And he, the dude, ended up getting like physically removed and was like oh. freaking out. You know, that was about ten minutes. Now, so was the guy just like sitting there, front row, sitting there, not saying a thing. Oh. And dude, like the first comedian, like called him out with it, like you oh. look like an asshole. Like why are you doing yeah. this? And he was like, but 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 I paid good money and like they, like he, you had to get the guy out of there. Yeah, right, I got yeah, I was just kidding. So Sarah Silverman comes out, mm-hmm. was like, this is probably what it's from, and talked about that episode, blah blah blah. But she was funny as fuck. Yeah. Um. So I I follow her on Instagram. So I heard some of the jokes, and then it was cool. Because she's, like, trying out different shit and just writing stuff down. And she's mm-hmm. like, you know what the n- worst Nazi is? A grammar Nazi. And yeah. everyone started, like, losing their shit. And she's like, uh-huh. hold on. And just starts writing yeah. down mm-hmm. So it's just really cool. She's just trying mm-hmm. different material. She tried out, like, one joke. And she's like, this isn't the punchline, but this is what I have so far. But yeah. it was cool. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm Sarah Silverman. Uh, <laughs> like, just watching Sarah Silverman. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not Jewish, but mm-hmm. Sarah Silverman, like, it's just bizarre. Yeah. Do you see there's something with, like, drunk people being obnoxious, too? Or? Um, there was, like, a drunk guy saying shit. I didn't hear it, but mm-hmm. Mark got really annoyed. He was... No. I mean, she's... She's just, like, calling dudes out. Not, like, in the audience, but, like, just making fun of dudes. Yeah. Um, like, she's a lot more woke now, but, mm-hmm. uh... I, dudes don't like that, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, machismo bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought she was amazing. I'm very glad I saw her. And, uh, I would see her again. Oh. I could talk about my passion, but... What's your passion? My recent passion... Actually, it's not a passion. I've gotten... I've come around where I can't do it anymore. Pleasure Venom? I've... Oh, <laughs> I'd laugh so hard. That, that... Which I've yet to post. It'll be posted by the time this one is up, mm-hmm. which is... Will be soon. Yeah, what else? But, um, yeah, I was too busy this week. I've always, liked enjoyed reading comments to news stories. Mm-hmm. And recently, as I've alluded to you, it's been anytime there is a story... Like an Instagram story where there is a, a person and wild animal who are friends, mm-hmm. dog, mm-hmm. and baby, okay, or any animal doing something weird. What I look for is the comment that goes, I don't know what's wrong with these people. You should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> what that is always in reference to, and it always is there, because it's always the one you see. It's not always the comment inciting. Yes. It's you'll get these. Half the people, as I said, will be like, "Oh, baby angels, these animals are baby angels in heaven, and it's like a paw print is a kiss on your heart, and look, it's proof that wars don't happen, and so on and so forth." The other people will be like, you're a fucking monster. You're worse than a pedophile. If you got murdered by a pedophile who was a murderer, you'd still be worse. You're torturing these animals. (laughs) And then every now and then someone who just does not get the joke and has to be like, actually, when when cats are critical, basic biscuits. (laughs) And it'll be this long explanation. So those are the three things. Oh, God. Dog and baby, mm-hmm. because everyone is like, half the people are like, you know, say the baby angels, it's proof that unconditional love, blah, blah, blah. And after like, that dog's going to eat that baby. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of think myself, but 
The dogs need to be. I mean, <laughs> yes. Like, it'll be like, oh, here's baby boo-boo in a German shepherd named Scruffy Scruff. Even though these fucking animals have been brainwashed by thousands of years of domestication to not eat babies usually. usually. It seems to be the... the uh, Which, quote-unquote, the dingo ate my baby. Yes, well, that's a dingo. That's the different. The dingo ate your baby. <laughs> no, that's different. So... A very common one is, so big cats okay. are often, if they're rescue cats, they're often raised with dogs. So like Rottweilers or something. Okay. It's just a thing that happens. And those comments are delicious because they'll be like, <laughs> that dog is in pain. The cat's hurting him. You should be ashamed. You're a monster. This should be in the wild. Or, uh, you know. And you that's all well and good. Hookers, I, I like to watch. I used to like to watch hookers when I was in Paris. I used to watch the really bad hookers at the train station. Yeah, really disaffectedly yeah. try to solicit people. Like, eh, voulez vous coucher? Oh, mangez mon pousse. So yeah, and so pousse. That's pussy um, in, in French. Pousse. Yes, uh, <laughs> not it comes from Puscaralis, the Latin. It could, it could. During my my frenzy last week. Yeah. Someone asked me what I was going to do the weekend. Yeah. When I'm amongst friend, family and friends, mm-hmm. a very fun response I like to give yes. is eat puss. Yeah. Because I find puss to be a funny word. Now, fortunately, I stopped myself before I said this to the Your person mom's who like, asked what me, are you doing this weekend? You're like, eat puss, mom. man. But, um, yeah, I almost said that to someone who would not have appreciated the joke. <laughs> and then I was like, eat, I was like, pat, uh, at Palermo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. So I think we've killed enough time. Yeah, yes. Let's talk about music. Did you yeah. order? Did you get La Tigre tickets? No. So La Tigre tickets. Mm-hmm. We get a burp. I was trying to. Okay. It's that time. Mm-hmm. Early peak time. No. Right. Um, we're so on sale yet? Or when I had, well, there was a thing. I thought they weren't on sale, but they sold out so quick they weren't available. That's fine. What? And when I went to look. $350 was the average price. Oh, my God. Yep, yeah, fuck that. Nah, we're good. It's interesting. So, um, garbage tickets, too. Did you get garbage tickets? Garbage and Noel Gallagher. Yeah. We can man. always just leave after. So, I didn't. I don't think they're going to sell out quick. Yeah, let me know. Uh, I'm down. I got to think about that. I mean, that's just a, like... I'll give you cash money. I uh, Yeah, again, I was ex- like much like a lot of people I imagine. Excited until I saw... No Gallagher. But the opener's metric. Yeah. And I really like metric. Which one be that? So at least we can see those two. Let me know. Pixies and Franz Ferdinand. I don't... So it's not the same lead singer for Franz Ferdinand anymore. I didn't even... We saw Pixies. We saw Pixies when I was pregnant. I didn't even get that far. This is what I was like. Do I want to see Pixies and Franz Ferdinand? If I did, I'll be tired. I won't want to go the day I go, and I'm just going to drive there, and I'll see the band, but then I'll have to drive back home, and I might as well just stay at home and save the money. And that was my thought, and then I got really depressed. because Where are they playing? UT, Union Trajectory. Oh, okay. Cray, cray. Yes. That's the story of Jesus. And that's the story. Well, let's talk about music. All right. You want to go first? You only did one? Yeah. Yeah, so I'll do it first. So let's talk about Good Bison. Ghost on Holland, as I look to blow up my notes. You're, why don't you put your glasses on, nerd? Because I'm young and sexy, and only old men wear glasses if they're Oh, I'm men. an old man then. My mm. sexy old man. Yeah. And you're like, I fought at the Kaiser. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you're in a, I'm you're a, in a pickle today. 
<laughs> I'm full of beans. You are full of beans. So, Good Bison. Uh, this is uh, Good Bison. Uh, the album is Ghost of Maholland. This is coming out uh, the 21st of February, which will be... Next week. Tuesday. Next mm-hmm. Tuesday. So, it's the 18th now. And this is a narrative-driven album inspired by Goosebumps, among other things. Really? Goosebumps, like the kids? Well, it's like a like a tar, but you know. Yeah, yeah. R.L. Yes. Stein, right? Wasn't it? Yes. Or something? So, and I was never after my time, but I know like it was my time. Oh, were you a Goosebumps? Um, I was more into. It wasn't Goosebumps. It was something else. Oh. I don't remember the guy. Wasn't there like horror Yeah, it was like the horror thing, but I wasn't in Goosebumps. I was like into the other guy, and I don't oh. remember his name. I'll mm. think of it eventually. Yeah, I don't know. No idea. I didn't know there was more than one line. Yeah, there. I forget. You go on. I'll um, look this shit up. So, and we'll circle back to that in a second. So, who is Good Bison? Uh, Good Bison is Pablo Alvarez, Colombian-born, Miami-raised, which is where... He recorded this album after leaving L.A. where he's been for, oh my God, a number of years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a drink. He started as uh, a rapper. He was in the Guinness, he's actually in the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest rap. Really? Uh, 26 hours, oh where he's God. just freestyling, like me, <laughs> and uh, Asia Argento, and <laughs> uh, uh, Scarlett uh, Diva. Menage a trois. Take off your bra. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he started as um, performing it like as a rapper makes a lot of sense given the way his like lyrics flow. Um, even though he, he does like to explore a lot of different genres. Genres. Yes. Okay. As I said, and this is from either the press release or one of the things I read. Okay. Uh, this EP serves as a ghost story that sees the protagonist attempting to do whatever he can to flee a lifelong haunting. Mm-hmm. And whether that haunting is a real ghost or a symbolic ghost or both is anyone's guess. I think that there's a short story that was sort of inspired this that he wrote. Okay. I don't know if that's included if you like once you buy the EP or whatever. Hmm. Whatever. I'd be interested to see. Yeah. Because this will certainly come out after the album release. I'm going to follow yes. up and add it as an addendum. Cool. So, so it opens with Ten Minutes Away. I like that song. I liked it. I liked all the songs it's of this album. Very depressing. But it opens with all this pixies rap, very nineties. Yeah, these albums they're very they're very poppy and upbeat, but very depressing lyrics. Yeah, I agree. there's a very particular flow to the lyric, like very like all those lyrics, but they're really like fun. It's very reminiscent of. I like his just vocal range. Like yeah. it just his it it's really cool the way. So it this is a very nineties album. Yeah, I mean. His, the way his lyrics flow, it reminds me of Sublime or Beck or... Definitely, yeah. I, I would say, what Sublime I could see. I would say almost Sugar Ray, except for this is... So, good. yeah, but Sugar yeah, Ray really, did yeah. come into mind. Yeah. Um, That's weird that we thought the same Yes. Thing. Great minds. When you just listen to it without listening to the lyrics themselves, it's very much a, a sit in the porch and drink song. Mm-hmm. has this really awesome, noodly, wally guitar solo. It's The music slightly reminds me of, like, of Montreal. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. And if we want to talk about the most 90s idea ever... Uh, especially for a pre-grunge landscape 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, this idea that the, you know, the main character is a somewhat charming slacker boyfriend who's maybe dating a bit outside his weight class and keeps disappointing somebody. I could see that. Uh, in this case, by chronically being 10 minutes away from wherever they're going to meet. Okay. The girl's probably the new age girl from that Dead Eye Dick song that I yeah. know you hate. But that's a very 90s. Like, there's so mm-hmm. many songs about... Like, 
rapid fire lyrics about this guy. He's like, she's really pretty. I'm kind of shitty. Yes. I live in New York City. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Menage a trois. Okay, Shake stop. Shake up your Why you oh, Are you just swooning from my romantic uh, words? Yes, yeah, swoon away. Swooning. Uh-huh. Swooning to get another but, beer and to numb myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Better Lies, the second song, is a similar vein musically to the first, but I think it's... Um, Better Lies um, is probably my favorite song on this. But, you know, this idea, it's very much the idea that you can kind of, like, be in pain and smile away your pain. You mm-hmm. can be in denial of your pain. I like the, his, I think I like the way when he starts kind of, like, rapping. Yeah. And those two songs, mm-hmm. I think, feature mm-hmm. it the most. Haunting. No, uh, no, Can't Waste This High. Just says it's like, it shifts gears. It's like more of a funk song. Yeah. I do appreciate the idea of not wasting your high. Plenty of times. Plenty of times. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to fucking do something not fun. I just want to. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna riff on the theme when I talk about my next album, so I'm gonna save it. But it's okay. a sentiment I 100% can uh, relate to and appreciate. Well, I can relate to most of this stuff. Yeah. To be honest. Haunting. Haunting is might might just edge out better lies as my favorite song. Is that the one he's like talking about how he like doesn't want to fucker the first date? Yeah. So yes, it's because he's afraid like. Um, She's just gonna like it's just. It's like afraid of commitment. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's commitment. I think he's just like oh like, she's just gonna yeah. disappear after. Yeah. It's too good to be true. Type it, of thing. And it, you know it has a spooky opening. It has a Latin feel to it. You can feel the sway. Um, towards the end, he actually shifts to, uh, to singing in uh, Spanish. Mm-hmm. It does. It does get sexy. There is the the line, on the first night we made out on the rooftop in L.A. Skipping bases, concentrating on your fragrance and your taste, and. Oh, Sorry, fragrance, it just grossed me out a little bit. I don't like fragrance as a word. Okay. And of course, you know, fragrance and taste is about eating that puss. Jesus. Puss and Eddie. Okay. And then the final song is I'm Tired of Waiting. I want to come home. I said the obligatory country song. It has a callback to the first song, 10 Minutes Away, because he does talk about being 10 minutes away. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the most objectively somber song on the album it's nostalgic it's a bit optimistic i like this album a lot yeah it was really good um, um, it's different just different enough it's nothing i've like heard in a long while yeah yeah me too that's different it's like oh this yeah, is actually kind of fresh might be the fresh most different thing yes and that's how i felt too i wonder if it is fleeing relationship maybe and you know and then regretting it and coming back could be or wanting to come back or maybe, what if it's real, like, Pamela's like, no, it's really just about a fucking ghost. Could be. And I think largely, you know, we'll see. We and maybe see. if there's an addendum to this uh, podcast at the end, I will have found out and have told you. So, mm-hmm. that is Ghost of Maholland. Bye. And I believe the, he does talk about, you know, taking Maholland Drive because it's a scenic view. Maholland Drive. Maholland Great Drive. movie. Yes, well, yeah. One of the best. It's, I might say, a love story <laughs> itself. <laughs> I think there's two movies before I go into mine mm-hmm. that have the most uncomfortable like masturbation scenes. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Mulholland Drive being one when uh-huh. she's like hate fucking herself. Yeah, um, which is pretty amazing. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know if it's number one, but they're pretty close. Black Swan. Oh, I <laughs> I thought of a third one. By the oh, way, it's okay. gonna blow both of us away. But, but yeah. okay, so Black Swan when fucking Natalie Portman starts like fucking finger banging herself, mm-hmm. thinking about Mila Kunis. Yeah, and she. Turns her head and her mom is sitting yeah, like, yeah. in the chair next to her asleep. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it is one of those things where you're like, oh, you're seeing, and it just, I don't, it bothered me. All right, this is about to become a trash street, trash house street after dark. 
Okay. At least, like, in that, like, up until that moment, Natalie Portman's kind of having a good time. Yeah. Like, Naomi Watson, uh... She's not having a good she's time. She's not. She's, she's really, she's hate-fucking herself. <laughs> That's it. All right. So, well, I give an honorable mention to a third one I just thought of, Exorcist. I didn't see most of the Exorcist. Oh, Reagan, Reagan uh, starts fucking herself with a crucifix. But, no, I didn't see no. that. No, all right. I'm gonna here's I'm gonna say two words and this is the most uncomfortable masturbation scene ever in a okay. movie. Little children. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. Oh, fuck it, you. Yeah, well, when, when they have the date and he's just jerking off. Yeah, I would. <laughs> but then he's like, you go, go, go. <laughs> I, I don't know. That is very memorable. Very memorable. But it's not uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. But it's like after the date when she's just like, I had a good time. Yeah, it's so. Uh... <laughs> Um, but I think Black Swan takes the cake. But you you are right with the little children because that pops in my head every now and it then. Does, it does. But you're like, it's just so disturbing. I, uh, right when you said, I haven't thought about that movie in a couple of years and then the second we started, I was like, oh. <laughs> That's why masturbation is bad and it makes you go blind and... Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mom. And turn into an insane swan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember the movie. I was watching Garden State today. I really like Garden State yeah. still. Anyway. I watched Francis Ha. I like Francis Ha. I saw it a long time ago. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. We'll talk about it. My next review yes, is, is The Arrivals, Goodbye New World. Yes. Which was re-released. Oh, really? <laughs> which I just found out today. All right. Um, it came out, it, uh, it re-released it December 20th uh, of last year. All right. Recess Records, Punk Garage Rock. Um, they're a Chicago four piece. If you like D four, if you like Lawrence Arms, mm-hmm. early off with their heads, Banner Pilot, that type of punk, you will definitely like this. But I didn't know it was a reissue oh. from fucking two thousand. Oh well, happens the best of us. And I was like, man, this reminds me of something I would have liked in like the early two yeah. thousand. Well, there you go. My bad, mm-hmm. but I literally did not figure that out until today. All right. And I've been listening to it a lot. Really mm-hmm. like it. So it starts off with tonight. Fun first track sets up to what's to come. It's like it's punk with a poppy chorus, and you'll be bopping your head around. Kind of know what to expect from that first yeah. track. Bottle song's one of my favorites. Just has everything, uh, like pretty much going for it. It's fast, rock and roll, catchy in all the right spots. Um, great pop, uh, pop punk song. La- Last lullaby almost has like an anthem feel about it. Mm-hmm. Chinese New Year reminds me of like an early 2000s Chicago punk. And this is when I like started looking at shit. I'm like, oh, now, now yeah, I know why. Right. Tornado, one of my favorites. Fast, fun, catchy, love it. Surf ride's kind of cheesy, but it's fun. I, that's my favorite song. I know, but it's cool. Yeah. Slam book, that's one of my favorite. I love the whole uh, package of the song. The yeah. lyrics are bleak and great. Heavyweight is a great like pop punk love song. Manifesto, the whole like with my, my the whole atom bomb thing, mm-hmm. like just gets stuck in your head bad. And then it ends with Backseat back Driver, and it's like a fun party song to end it. Uh, like, he's like, will you be my lover? Yeah. It's it's top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Every song sounds different in my opinion. Because sometimes you listen to some pop punk stuff, and it's like the same song yeah. 12 different times. I thought this the songs were just different enough, and they're all very interesting. They're really good, and I felt like, I was like, wow, this really goes back to the early... T- like, this yeah. just reminds me of something I would have listened to at the comic book store mm-hmm. in like 2000. And because it was from 2000. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I really liked it a lot. Tonight and Elise are very oi oi oi. Elise. Yeah. It's, no, that, it's very catchy. But it has a little bit of everything. That's the other thing I was surprised because it'd be like, oh, now it's really going to be a little good. Hot. Yeah. Or it's going to be this. Yeah, I really liked it. So they re released it. And if like I've heard of the arrivals before. And I was like, I thought they were like a band from mm-hmm. the early 2000s. I'm like, yeah. maybe this is something new. Check out the reissue. It's really good. Yeah. I love, mm. love this album. Good shit. Mm. 
Ding dong ding. <laughs> ding dong ding. Another beer. All right. Do do do. You want to time me? No. Let's clean out my closet. It's Power Master Optimus Prime. He's not a nerd. I used to have Optimus Prime. It's Power Master Optimus Prime. Fucking nerd shit. No, it's old Victor. What? Never watch Transformers. Did you tell him to never watch something else, too? I don't know. You did. I forget. It's on a couple podcasts ago. Yeah. He said, no fun. Captain, no fun. Yeah. All right, so. Something interesting. Movie Club. Movie Club we covered previously, episode 98, mm-hmm. entitled The Shape of Lunch. Yes. A very interesting podcast for a number of reasons. Interesting because the last time we did Movie Club, we had several other bands reach out to us and we did them all in that episode. Okay. Same thing with this episode. Yeah. And I've noticed over the years when we get responses, they come in clusters. Yeah, it's weird. So I wonder if it's like specific tags or something or specific podcasts mm-hmm. put us somewhere in an algorithm and people find us because that's something I noticed. Yeah. Interesting things that happen in the podcast include me having a house. I just bought the house we're in now. Mm-hmm. I still had a cat, although not for much longer. I think literally the next podcast is when uh, Great Kitty died. Yeah, I was gonna say cross the rainbow. Yeah, we don't need to be cheesy. You ever see that on like like every post? Our, our beloved kitty, Mister Whisker Bottoms, crossed the rainbow bridge. So when I was looking up uh, memories on yeah. Valentine's Day, it was like all Asana when I like, oh. got a little sad. Yeah, I was like my best friend's dead. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Casper started. I mean, like, stop it, kitty, and you just hit him. <laughs> You're ruining this moment. I was gonna leave the door open so they would just go out. <laughs> All right, sure. Um, no, I love those kitties. No, I do like them. They're just they're. Why are you winking? I'm not winking. Why are you winking even faster? Anyway, what are you writing? Like, shut up. No, I was gonna write like um what we were talking about, and I forgot the first ten minutes. Movie club. So anyway, the other thing about that, like I noted in episode ninety eight. Yeah. The the audio is really rough and staticky. Why? Because COVID our cat wasn't the only thing that was dying. Uh, the microphone was dying. Oh, okay. Well, that's right. This is my microphone, isn't it? Yes. Well, and I have, of course, microphones that... Don't... That they work. I'll but they... test someday. Yeah. I might... That new one, too. Or I might just get a Blue Yeti and... I can give you mine. I don't know. I gotta think. I mean, I my, my mine are fine, but I gotta... I yeah. My goal is to redesign everything to even make the podcast sound better. Ooh. Get rid of the echo effect. Anyway, all that's the way to say is the last time uh, Movie Club reached out to us, we reviewed their EP, Fang Tooth. Mm-hmm. The single was Trapdoor. My comment was it sounded a lot like Black Star, something up Black yes. Star, David Bowie album. Listen to it today. Still sounds like cool. that. It was The video is based on something called like the Red Balloon or something like that. You and your family. Yes, family. Yeah. yes, yes. Um, anyway. I forgot about that. Formed in 2018, Movie Club is an instrumental psych rock duo out of Venice Beach, California. Uh, Movie Club is Jessamy and Violet on the drums and Vince Cueno on guitar. And apologies about butchering those names. Uh, uh, Jessamine is also uh, writing a book right now. And her debut not rock novel, Secret Rules to Being a Rock Star, is coming out in April off Three Rooms Press. Neat. Set in 90s L.A., um, specifically in the music scene. Cool. 
Which I, you know, I would totally read because I find that era of music very Me fascinating. Too, yeah. uh, even, you know, while we're we're shilling for them, even though you know yeah. this is unsolicited, and I wouldn't do anything like it. Um, yes. They are going on tour. Their tour is the Reading Rocky Rainbow Tour, which is features these '90s themed book band mashup events where they'll play some music. They'll have some discussion. They'll do some that's readings. Cool. Yeah, have some special guests. And I'm gonna put the link to that in the show notes. So you yeah, can that's cool. That. Like so, so when people like um, come and email us about their band, like we, if we don't like it, mm-hmm. we will probably not review it. Um, yeah. So if we do like it, we definitely will review it. So it just. Like, I would also say sometimes when we don't review it, it's because we might not have seen it. We might not have seen that's it. A, the best possibility or, to be on. Or I mean, that's usually what happened. It's very rare. I think that I've gotten that a we've band. turned someone like, down. Yeah. Especially because half the time it's like, we're going to find a band. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, we genuinely, like, if we and, if we like it, we will. And occasionally, it's like I said, like, we never just get them trickle in. It's either a whole bunch of bands or yeah. no bands. And I never look at the email. Lou has all the passwords, so I, I don't know. get to see it. It's not that hard. It is. It's but it, I have, like, seven emails. And I... Let's see. How many emails do I have? I have... I have four, three. I have my, three personal emails. And I don't, I don't even Actually, check no, my work. Four personal emails if you can't trace house street. One of those emails is an AOL address. I, well, that's the one I email you to. Yeah. I usually use, like, my hot mirror, my Gmail. But it doesn't matter. Um, so four. Then I have, still have one school email <coughs> I still check. Oh, I do have a school email. Yeah. Uh, and, so I have six in a work So email. I think I have five. And my sexy email. Sex. Sexecutioner. Six, six, Buns. Six. Buns. All right. Movie club. Uh, their second full-length album, A Great White, is coming out March 7th. They released a double single off their album, Requiem and Spinner. Yes. Why a double single, you might ask, Jamie? I feel like Requiem is the build-up. To Spinner. Yes, there you go. That's the answer. Boom. And it's, so the question is answered, yeah, literally the second you listen. Requiem would, it's very good segment or very good thing. It would never survive alone the way Requiem Requiem is, is the buildup and Spinner gets it off. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Requiem, it's a prelude. It's very resonant, ambient. It's almost atonal in the best possible way possible. Mm-hmm. To throw out a band for point of comparison, one I used before. Okay. Godspeed, you black emperor. Yes. Um, any of those bands, maybe $75 bill, but Godspeed. It's the kissing before the <laughs> the fist thing. <laughs> Trash House Street After Dark. They have, did the fucking the fragrant licking or whatever the fuck it was. Your uh, fragrant smell. That doesn't always... It's... Of your farts. Oh, Feels made, made, by, made my wiener fill with pleasure venom. <laughs> oh, Said <God>. Pikachu. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Let's get back to movie club. Yeah, that's your fault, not <laughs> mine, for distract us. Yeah, it's really good. Requiem's good. It varies a requiem because the the guitar drones and whines. Mm. It gets the shimmer of the symbol symbols. I'm not gonna so look at you. Not gonna look Moving at this. Moving around. Uh, it sort of threatens to coalesce into something ominous before fading away. Ooh. And I think requiem is a very apt title, Jamie. Yeah, I think good. requiem is a very apt and then let's title. Spinner. Now spinner is much more. I like traditional. I really yeah, like it's really it a good. lot. It's almost like tra- it, like you almost get into a trance. Um, it has lots of grindies and screamy yeah. dweep dwarps. Very noise rockish. 
The guitar takes place in the vocals if this were like a normal, not a normal I agree. song. You know what I mean? Yeah, not an instrumental um, song. In a very effective manner. Drums really take command in a way that doesn't get in the way of everything. It's a true partnership of mm, instrumentation. True partnership. Very strong single. Takes Amazing. two to tango. Yes, you know I mean? Yes. To sort of circle back a bit, like instrumentals are tough. I think they did a really good job. They did a really good job. I mean, they're an instrumental band. All their stuff is instrumental. Yeah. And it's a trick to it. And especially for me, my sweet spot is when you start really creating these layered, mm-hmm. you know, you have like a lot of like guitar driven, but you start throwing that psychedelic shit in there. Yeah. It is, dare I say, encourage you, a chef's kiss. What's a chef's kiss? Oh, okay. And that's what I really like. I mean, it's... It's great. I like to pick a different theme and kind of follow it through. Mm-hmm. Sometimes while partaking of a legally prescribed medicine by a doctor. Yes. That turbly based. Okay. For pain. Okay. And get you fucking high. <laughs> but no, this is um, a really good album. I would say this particular sound, brightness for lack of a better word, of Spinner, it's not entirely unique for Movie Club. They have other songs that are along those lines, like Starcatcher or maybe Thunder mm-hmm. off of uh, Black Flamingo. But, like, they tend towards a heavier sound from what I've heard. Yeah. And I really like this, uh, really like this, uh... It was good. Dual single. Really the album Great White, again, comes out March 7th. I did... Something I noticed is a lot of their songs and most of their albums are, for lack of a better word, nautically themed. They're named after, like, Sea Monster. Like, there's Kraken. Yeah. There's Great White. There's some other stuff. Jelly, um, jellyfish. Jelly... There's Mandarin War, actually, is mm. one. The Little Mermaid mm. of Evil. <laughs> but I had asked, I had emailed the publicist. I was like, well, you know, I'm curious, what, is there any reason for these themes? And I quick get the answer. I just go, oh, they just name them after, you know, either. I think it was all their albums are named after either sea creatures or rare creatures. So I was Ooh. like, well, that's not quite what I asked. But well enough, good. And something I did forget for um, Good Bison, mm-hmm. I want to thank Heather for reaching out to us. Yes. Thank um, you so much. Heather. Heather Bison is actually her name. Really? No. It'd be funny if it was. It was, but it's just coincidental. Oh, that's weird. And yeah. Because everyone is like, can we have a guest on your show? Like, we don't really do interviews. I said that, and I gave some... I wouldn't some mind of... doing it. We would be so awkward. How are you? I think if I got... You would be fine. We well, would be depends. fine banking, like, going off each other. So, it but... depends. So, I was trying to think, what level of band... How famous would a band have to be before it becomes impossible for us to interview them? Um, like fucking whatever. I can interview anybody. Um, <laughs> fucking Elton John. <laughs> like, hey Elton John, how come you Sup? look like you walk like you shit your pants? I don't know. I feel weird doing interviews. Yeah. I don't know. I've never done them. Um, I feel like I'm awkward. So, but we would be good together because I could tell when you're struggling yeah. and you could tell when I'm struggling. But I was thinking, I think the... the but what if we're both struggling? Well, well, <laughs> that's the, what I worry about. We throw down some ninja dust. That's why I keep, a, that's why I keep a brick handy at all times. But no, I was thinking that like, I think Death Valley Girls would be about as famous a band as could be where I could interview them comfortably. And because, I think we could. Because they're my best like friends. Surfboard. I think we could probably do whoever. If we really, really tried. But Mick we Jagger. don't really try. And he's like, look at me ding dong. Because it's not like our thing. No. Someday. But I had said, I give up. I, think I was, would rather sit down with a person and talk to them. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. I couldn't do like, what's your influence? Like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. Like, I don't know. You do this what you do. 
Why because, should we have a guest? We should be because no. Mark was was like, oh, can I go? He could come. We told him that a while ago. He's not really a guest though. He'd be like, uh, well, he is, but it's not like I know. We got the we got the basis from best death ever. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> big fan, big fan, big fan. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I thought you were the guy who sang. <laughs> no, not at all. I thought you were the guy with the guitar. I think best death ever. Um, would be in a much different band with a different singer. Yeah, in my opinion. Uh, but. but as I was saying, yeah, and I'm not like talking as about I was saying <laughs> yes. multiple times yes. <laughs> that we could get into, we could try to get out for it. Yeah, because Heather asked me, it's like, would you want to sit down with Pablo? And I was like, I'm going to give a no, but a soft no because we're not equipped. Yeah, which is true, but also well, because most people want to do it on like Skype and shit too. Yeah, um, and I'm just you know between being lazy and. Uh, I got. I had to get better. We had to get better equipment stuff too. But yeah, but I sit down with people. Yeah. So what's uh? Have you been watching anything? Um, I have, but I'm trying to think. Of another thought. Um, Did you finish Velma? No. Me neither. I was gonna say uh, Scre- Scream Females. Mm-hmm. Their new album came out yesterday. I like what I've heard so far. I've not had a chance to sit down with it. Mm-hmm. Garbage is releasing like. Yeah, but it's like an old song. Witness to your love. But they have four unreleased songs. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Beach House is having a um, record store day release. Yeah. So I'm kind of interested in that. I think a lot, like, here, a lot of people have stuff coming out, like, newer stuff. I was surprised, actually. Mm-hmm. You see Raquel Welsh died? Yeah. Did you see... You see Jimmy Carter die? Because did... of, I say he'll probably be dead by the time this comes out. Really? He went Yoko Ono's fucking 90. Oh. I had no idea. Fucking 90, like a 90-year-old man. She's like, oh, fuck. He's like, oh... She Bye. was seven years older than John Lennon. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's something new. But I've been watching Velma. Yeah. Um, I, there's a Resident Evil, like, anime. Yeah, series. I think I haven't watched it, but I know. Um, Victor and I watched the first one, and he was a goon. Boo. And then we watched, like, The History of China. Oh. On something on Netflix. Yeah. I'm almost on Harley Quinn season three. It's yeah. It's been really good. And um, you didn't watch I the didn't Valentine's, watch Valentine's Day. Day. I know that she, like, comes so hard, she makes, like, this fucking something that makes everything fuck. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> I love the other thing I'll say, the framing device with for that episode is, mm-hmm. like, you know, in Harry, it's Harry Met Sally, where really? they have, like, the beginning, it's Superman and Lois talking how they met, and it's like they kind of interrupt each other and get I might have wrong. to watch it when I get home. One of them is Dark Side and Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> and it's funny because... And then she asked, she said she needed to see my last three bank statements. He's like, and then I was in love. (laughs) When Harry Met Sally, first R-rated movie I saw in the theater. I really like that movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. I think it's Nora Ephron's first. She wrote it. She didn't direct it. Really? It might be her first. Carrie Fisher was in that too. Carrie Fisher's in it. Bruno Kirby. I just Mm -hmm. rewatched it on Netflix now. So I had the choice the other day. Yeah. I knew Mark was going to come in the TV room. Mm-hmm. Well, not in that way, but he was going to come in the TV. And there was Dirty Dancing, uh-huh. Star Wars, All right. uh, Jedi. What? Return of the Return Jedi? Return of the Jedi. All right. I couldn't remember. I'm like, what the fuck Jedi is? Well, the Jedi. there are now like five. I know. Like, so I had to think. Jedi and a man. So I'm like, Return of the Jedi, Dirty Dancing. I'm like, Mark would rather watch yeah. <laughs> Turn of the Jedi. And then I kind of regretted my decision. I watched a lot of Red Dawn today. Yeah. I never really saw a lot of Red Dawn. Is Red Dawn like a guy's thing? Yeah. Because Mark was like, was a little boy, I thought it was so cool. Yeah, yeah. Same with Top Gun. He's like, I love Top Gun. Mm-hmm. And like, I wasn't into Top Gun that much. So we're watching Red Dawn. Yeah. 
and Leah Thompson's in it. And I was like, is this before yeah. or after she fucks Howard the Duck? And so we went on this like deep dive on Leah Thompson stuff. Mm-hmm. And we figured probably Howard the Duck killed her movie career. Oh, yeah, I think. <laughs> but she was on a show, wasn't she? She did. Um, Caroline, like... Carolyn, not Caroline in the City, it was something like that. Yeah. But she she did TV afterwards. Red Dawn, I feel like, good to talk about as a boys movie. I think it's a fantasy to be able, you know, we're going to go out in the woods and we're going to live on our own and shit and survive. It's like pretend play scenario, like realized, I guess. I can see that. The same way Fast and Furious, those movies are like someone brought a 13-year-old's math notebook doodles to life. And that's why I think those appeal. And they're good, fun movies. You know, Top Gun Maverick is nominated for Best Screenplay. We haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. We have not seen it. You've seen it? It's nominated for Best Screenplay. I, at work, I said Deplenish. And Mm. my coworker was like, that's not a word. Yeah, like it is now. (laughs) She's like, I'm calling you out. I actually went to the movies last week. Ooh. Knock at the Cabin. How was that? So, Knock at the Cabin and Shyamalan. Yes. Uh, My opinion is basically what everyone's opinion is, which is... Eh, movie, but Batista is really fucking good in it. Hmm. It's hard to say. It's like, if you don't, can't tolerate, um, we'll say, Shaman's inability to be subtle, mm-hmm. you're not going to like this movie. Because I feel like he does go, like like so many things, he, he kind of goes out of the way to spell out stuff. He, um, the dialogue in a Shyamalan movie tends to be over-explaining and yeah. not relate to real thing. It's a lot less it's, a, it's pretty obvious what's going on, so they're... You know the premises? Yeah, like they have to kill the people or everyone will die in the world or something. It's... Well, it's four people show up to this cabin and one of the people... It's... The rules are one of them has to... has to die. Cannot die by his own hand. Mm-hmm. And they have to be a clear mind. So basically it's someone has to murder someone else. Oh, okay. The twist. It's not really a twist because it's from the book, although I thought it was a twist. It's a same-sex couple and their adopted daughter who's like six. Okay. Batista goes in this explanation. He's like, when he's explaining what they have to do, he's like, and you know, you got to understand, we did not understand you were a same-sex couple. This is not a hate crime. The premise is really good. I think the book, I'm going to read the book maybe. The book is a lot, I take it a lot more ambiguous as to what happens. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's interesting. Like like so Batista, you know, the guy I never would have pegged to be the the no, best right. wrestling actor. I've seen this go too. I saw there was a Resident Evil um miniseries too that's up. I don't know if Yeah, it didn't do that good, I don't think. Yeah. I I haven't really been researching. Mm-hmm. I've been watching Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, which I like. Mm. Um Yeah. We were watching Veep. We were watching uh Animal House. Yeah, the Hmm? I get the original Animal House. Yeah, yeah. Was there a remake? I think there might have been, actually. I don't know. In a way, there was, because that's such a popular fucking premise. Source Code was on, too, which I... I like Source Code. Source Code was really yeah. good. I want to watch Skinny Marink. Shrink. Oh! Did you watch I want to watch... I did not, but I... I uh, don't know the premise. I, a lot of people were like, I wish I didn't watch it. <laughs> but I'm very interested in seeing it. But it's AMC, and I don't feel like fucking paying for it. Yeah, I'm going to find somewhere. Um, if you find something, let me know, because I do want to see it. Mark looked it up. I'm, Mark's not a horror movie mm-hmm. person. Um, but I've just been in the mood for some horror. Snail Mail was telling people to watch it. Yeah. So the artist I heard it's good. Yeah, I want, yeah, I want to watch that. But it's, like, disturbing. But yeah. I'm like, I want to see how disturbing. I don't get disturbed too often. 
So I just want to see. And maybe it's the band disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just if it were the videos, which would be really disturbing. All right, I'm going to call this one. We're kind of just babbling. We could just name things we've... That book, you, so Jamie gave me a book for um, Christmas. Yes. Um, I've been reading it. I can only read it three pages at a time. What book is it? It's the book of gross things. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. The um, Yes, because yeah. I own the same book. Yeah. Like, I love um, it. Yeah, I can only read it three pages at a time because I get too skeeved out. I yeah, like it. it's amazing. She, like, she's yeah. a good follow on Instagram, too. Yeah. As I said, she's like Drexel or something. Yeah, hold it. Oh. Here, pick it up and go. I'm going to get the books. Jesus Christ. There's been a murder. God. <laughs> Fucking murder that monk, man. Piece of shit. No. You hear what you said. So, the book is Nicole and Jemmy and Jemmy's anatomy book. A catalog of familiar, rare, and unusual. Pathologies. She's a pathologist. Yes. And from Philadelphia. Yeah. She's all tatted up. Kind of cute. She dude, was. Are a, you on the breast? I just flipped open to breast. <laughs> I no, it's funny. No, I, bookmark is, is is on the breast. <laughs> oh my god! It's the only way I can get hard. <laughs> it's oh like it's, it's funny. It was just like it just was like all dog eared because it's the one I keep open. It was sticky. It was like. No. Well, you were cute. No, anyway. Well, Jamie. you know the gross room, the Thomas Eakin painting that the cover of... The butchering art? Yes. Yeah. That's a mastectomy. That's a... What the fuck is that called? I want to say mastectomy. A, a, a titty-ectomy? Shut up. <laughs> a titectomy? Mastectomy is that I can't Mast- talk. <laughs> I can't say it. I know you're talking. Mas- <laughs> Why can't I say it either? You put a spell on it. <laughs> I'm like, Mastectomy. Something you know what I'm talking about. Mastectomy. Anyway, anyway, a booby cutter off. Which is like, oh my god, terrible. Like they have to fucking hold her. Ugh. ugh. Yeah. It's, awful. it's gross. But she ended up living. A lot of times they would die afterwards. Uh, it's mm. just infection. Like I said, very aside from the hot picture of the booby <laughs> that I saw. That was all. Sticky. I think there's wieners in there somewhere too. Oh, right? uh, there's definitely wieners. It's under W for the wieners. So it's the only <laughs> yes. prof- unprofessional part of the book. <laughs> She just drew wieners with big hairy balls. But she does, her Instagram, she'll do like um, mystery diagnosis and she'll show something and then yeah. she'll explain it and what it is and stuff. And the first person might get like a, she has a, the gross clinic mm-hmm. that's like 20 bucks a month or for the year. And she goes like all, talks about all these like rare diseases that are gross and weird. Um, yeah, was... I like that shit. Like mm-hmm. that's my oh, I do too, medical yeah. nerdiness. Yeah. I like that stuff. And her story isn't because she was like, yeah, I had a kid at 15 and this and that. And then I had to, very interesting. She's like, I had to do something because I was about to go off my, like I wasn't going to be on my parents' insurance anymore. Yeah. And then essentially got really into this and became this and that. She's really cool. Yeah. Find, like, subscribe. Maybe, maybe not this one. Give us some kindness to this one. Yeah. We're good. TrashSouthStreet.com. TrashSouthStreet.com. Facebook. Facebook. Amazon. Apple Podcasts. Some of our places, but trashhousestreet.com or email us at trashhousestreet at gmail.com. Word up. And special thanks to movie Good Club. Bison and Movie Club. Yep. And Good Bison. Yep. And sending us some stuffing. Word. It's awesome. Good word. stuff. Thank you. Bye. Bye.